Welcome to a brand new, another, another episode of the Battle Science Podcast, a Pokemon Go PvP podcast focusing on the Sulfurina, uh, monthly cups, uh, and other tournament metas and all that fun stuff. Uh, I am one of your hosts, Steven, aka A Boy in the Woods, and joining me as always is Jesse, aka Rocket Admin J. This, hey, yo. This episode, we have got a bunch of stuff to cover, uh, and we're doing a little bit of something different. We'll get into that. Uh, we've got some brand new Gen 5 Unova, Unova. It, it's Gen 5, right? Gen 5? Yeah. Yeah, some new Gen 5 Pokemon, uh, some of which are eligible in Fusion Cup. Actually, a good, I think most of them are eligible within Fusion Cup. We'll talk about those. Um, we'll talk about uh, some updates to Fusion as far as uh, usage. I feel like we've covered Fusion a ton, but we're going to do some more um, because we are coming out just before we're both recording and putting this out just before the 18th, theoretically the day that the February um February meta is going to be announced uh, and and revealed and all that fun stuff. So we're excited for that. Yeah, that's isn't true. it funny how like we get halfway through the month and we're like, okay, whatever the month's cup is, we're done with this. Give us a new one. Yeah, <laughs> I think we're we uh, the the way we handle it is a little the way I don't know. I'm not not against I'm not against the way that it's handled. Uh, it's definitely weird though. So it it definitely feels weird for the sake of putting together teams and then coverage as far as uh you know content creators um if it it, it like right now I'm just starting to like I'm covering fusion for sure I've I've gone over stuff but building my own team and learning the meta from a battler's perspective like I've barely touched the surface um right but I think that's also waiting for the people want to run holy on them and that could shake up what's considered. I don't think it'll considerably shake up and define the meta, but it'll definitely step forward into the light and be like, hey, I'm relevant, guys. Let me play. Yeah, I think Napoleon's going to change some things, but like from uh, with, like everything going on, like I feel like I, me as a, um, a host of this show, um, you know, we go over these metas um, so much, and I would... Not to like any great detail, just because like trying to get into the nitty gritty within, you know, in in a, uh, an hour and a half, kind of depends on how long we take of of each episode every two weeks is always really weird, um, especially like audio wise as well. Um, uh, but on top of that, of like me being a battler and settling setting up a team and then knowing my matchups and stuff, like I'm always behind what like content creator me is like thinking of. And then content creator me steps into the next meta while battler me is still trying to catch up with all of the, the meta and the changes and stuff. Um, yeah. It's really like awkward I, and I'm not a big fan of it. Maybe I need to start doing my pvp like tournaments like the first weekend of the month and then just getting it over with yeah that also kind of comes with the cup too i feel like everyone was excited because they're like oh it's a budget cup but then when you get down to the individual matchups leads you realize this is like i think you've said multiple times before is open great league light and you can't cover everything and i think that's what people are trying to do with their teams they're trying to like okay well i have the fire to beat the ice and then a rock alternative to beat the ice and flying and it's all this mixture of different things and trying to build a team that fits every role is not impossible for the cup yeah i mean obviously there's things that are performing outstandingly well because they have that benefit of having extra coverage along with being a stab to the type of move they're using like whizcash for example or another one Arawak, or another one being just straight up damage with Altera. These are things that have just stood out so well because one, their stats are right. Two, they've proven before in prior cups good. And three, just because the limitations of not only the Stardust, but the requirement of having to be a dual type, 
certain things like other cubs before this just happen to shine more because of friction. Yeah, it's a weird one. Um, To address the weird audio thing, um, Jesse is staying home for this one. We have uh, a bit of snow, I think, as we've already mentioned, uh, uh, or did we maybe uh, mentioned in the pre-show. Good, uh, at least a foot in some places of snow. Um, So figured we'd uh, podcast and remote in for this podcast. this episode so that we did not run the risk of um, stranding a car or uh, hurting someone else or anything uh, while transporting ourselves. That's a weird way to say it. Um, (laughs) All right. So let's just dive right in. We got some new Pokemon. Uh, Mm. Let's see. Per this graphic that I have on screen. uh, Very. Let's see. Does this have all of them? I don't know if that has all of them. Um, it doesn't have all of them. Uh, do you have a list in front of you? Yeah, I can list all of them. Go for it. So the first one we got are Rog and Rolla in its evolution line, Boldor and Giglet. Another third tier in Timber, which is currently exclusively in raids and catches. So kind of crappy. Second best fighter. Uh, Tim Conkelder, or Timber, Girder, and then Conkelder. Time Pole, Pawpatoad, and Seismitoad. Throw and Sock, which are both regional. Venipede, Goliopede. Oh, one of its second evolutions is listing. Venipede being a three tier, third tier. I forget the second one. It's like a rolled up uh, centipede. Goliopede. Basculin, you have red and blue, also being regionals based on the hemispheres. Maractus, a lot like Heracross, is only going to spawn near the equator or southern, southern slash central, so southern United States, northern South America, and Central America for us here on the Western Hemisphere. Dwebble and Crustal, Sigilith being another one that's more so located around Egypt. Uh, Tertuga and Caracosta, Archon, Archaeops. Trubbish, Garbor, uh, sorry, the last two, Tertuga and Archon, also only available out of 10 Ks Trubbish, Garboder, Carablast, S. Cavalier, one of my personal favorites, Joltik, and Galvantula, <clears throat> Shelmet, Excelgor, and then another pseudo dragon legendary in XU, Fracture, and Xerath. So a couple things to take away from this big list is Tartuga, Archon, and Axew. I think I've seen a couple of reports of Axew in the wild, but other than that, they only come out of 10 days. Similar oh, to... Oh, I saw your robot. Uh, I hear Your uh, Axew is going to be similar to spawns with um, Dino and... Uh, what's the other one? Gibble. Gibble. Um, as far as their rarity. I can hear myself in your background. Okay. I don't know what to tell you. I don't hear double, so then I'm on the recording side, so I don't know what to tell you. But yeah, definitely a lot of interesting stuff. Um, One of the big things they're trying to push with this new release is things like Carablast, and uh, Shelmet, along with Timber, are all reduced evolution cost if you trade them with somebody. It takes it from, I think, a 200 cost evolution for Carablast and Shelmet to zero, and then same with Timber to get to Conkelder. Each evolution only costs zero to evolve after trading. So if you have friends out there, oh look, it's got it nicely organized for me. So Pokemon that are available in the wild new update are going to be Rug and Rolla, Time Pole, Benipede, Dwebble, Trubbish, Carablast, Joltik, and Shelmet. Coming out of 2k eggs are Benipede and Dwebble. 5k has Rug and Rolla, Time Pole, Trubbish, Carablast, Joltik, Shelmet. 10k has Timber. Okay, so Timber's in. Tortuga, Tortuga, Archon, and Axew. 
regional Pokemon are going to be Throw, Sock, Sigilyph, Ascalin, and then along with those ones that I mentioned before, having the reduced cost revolution, Dabra, Machoke, Graveler, Haunter, and a Lolan Graveler as well. And another thing I learned today watching some other videos is you can trade their base forms and still get the reduced evolution cost for the third tier. As long as they so were traded at some point. Yes. So look into that, maybe see what you got. See if you can get anything good out of it. But again, you know, but for when it comes to PvP, this is really interesting because it means that if you're trading with people that are your best friends, you're more than likely not going to get those ideal PvP IDs. So maybe you find that perfect terrible lab to get that awesome Escavalier, but it's going to cost you 200 unless you trade it. Yeah. Yeah, that's it's a steep cost. Although, I mean, it's better than... Let's see. Uh, is it... What's the 400 evolution? Is there a 400 evolution? That's... um. Magikarp. Yeah. Uh, Magikarp is Swab Blue a 400 or is it a 200? It's a... It's a 100, isn't it? For uh, Altaria? I can check real quick. Let me check. He sounds right to me, 400, but that's dumb. <laughs> yes. Can we internet, please? Uh, yeah, it 400. is 400. Oh, my gosh. So Swablu, uh, <laughs> Whalmer. It was Whalmer. Okay. Um, Magikarp. All four hundred, at least, at least these new ones. It's the trade reduction is, yeah. The trade reduction is impressive, but it also does reroll stats. So you know, you yeah. if you have which can kind of suck when you're trying to get one specific. Yeah, but it's also like if if they come in like nests or something, or if you're able to grab a few and trade a few, you can reroll those stats. So, um, by the way, was able to confirm. Uh, one of our local parks is a type Which one? Uh. Torgerson is a time pole? Nice. Mm -hmm. Meltan is a 400. Yes. That's um, true. Yeah. Is there any other, like, the pseudo-legendaries? Um, I guess Magic, Magikarp is a mythical, but I don't know if there's any other mythicals that have <laughs> the evolution. Because Ryalu is a 50? Mm -hmm. So, but I think that's because it's a baby. Yeah. If it weren't a baby, then it might be 200 or 400. <laughs> which would be disgusting, but, you know. Um, yeah. Let's see here. Is there anything impressive in these? So out of the regional, I like classic, classic Niantic. Within the first, like, 10 minutes of the update, Pokemon like Sock that were supposed to be regional to Europe and Asia were appearing here in the States. Some mm. people were lucky enough to get to get a few on their hands, and congratulations to you for being on top of the game and capitalizing on that. Because they never retroactively redact. They're not going to remove. Oh, hold on. And my internet has gone out again. I swear, sometimes I have no problems, and sometimes I have all of the problems. I don't know what's going on. Uh, while we try to reconnect, um, there is some other stuff. Let's see. Um, so Jesse was saying, um, the good heavens. Um, yes, yeah, so the the fighting. I think I think they're fighting rock. Um, which ones are they? Um, sock and throw were available worldwide for a short period of time. Um, there were also some legacy moves, um, but I do not know which ones they were. And Jesse will know right off the bat. It is trying to reconnect. I do apologize. Um, I'm going to go kick someone's rear end at some point here. Um, because for the most part... Can you reconnect right now? Because I don't want to wait another 30 seconds to reconnect. Um, let me see what I can do in my settings here.
um, as we try to reconnect to the stream. Um, let's see, advanced stream delay. Try maximum retries, retry delay. I only want that to be 10 seconds. Why does it keep resetting to 10 seconds or to 30 seconds? Let's try it again. Nope. Reconnecting in. Why is it delaying it even further? What in the actual heck? We're switching network. Are we back? We maybe. I'm um, kind of back. Uh, alrighty, we're trying. There we are. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I am. The stream is disconnected, but we're still recording. Uh, my okay. internet is going out, and I'm gonna have to kick somebody's rear end if they're on, um, flipping Netflix right now. I swear to God. Um, although realistically this is an up speed and not a down speed to my knowledge. So I don't know exactly. I'm in more or less the same spot that I always have been. So I don't know why this is causing me issues right now. Um, I've got another 15 seconds. I've tried hardwiring. Hardwiring is inconsistent. I've tried the wireless. The wireless is inconsistent. We were pretty good for the last couple of episodes. A good two months, two, three months of episodes. Yes. Um, that is probably why. Okay, reconnection successful. We're back. S the stream hey. is back. Um, Clapping emojis. Yeah. Uh, OBS needs to not take as long when it's trying to reconnect because that was painful. Um, all right. Uh, so you said that there were issue weird issue thingies with... Um, Socks in the United States and other areas. He was spawning outside of his bike. Um, there were also some legacy moves on some of these new Pokemon, correct? Yeah, that's fine. So, one of them being a Scavalier, it had X Scissor, and that quickly got taken away. And that's a steel type move? It was a three bar chart. Is it steel or bug? Bug. Okay, a bug type move. And then fast flying was also fast flying move. I do not have the device is powering up. Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. Um, let's see. Uh, all right. Am I missing anything? That just so takes the wind go. out of my sails every time with it drops that just sucks there's not much you can do about it yeah um uh i hear movement. i think those are the only one change because i can't as far as you think those are the only ones only ones that changed something 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 that changed as far as something that changed as far as what sorry your thing is either not picking up <laughs> I think uh, it was the only thing that got legacy. Okay, the only thing that got legacy. There we go. But kind of moving on with the event <clears throat> for PvP for these new Pokemon. Some of these have great potential, and not just great league, but also ultra and master. Mm -hmm. Um, I think we have yet to see where everything falls. I think the dust is still in the air and you wait maybe a week or two, kind of let everyone see where everything falls. Um, the general consensus of what I've been hearing, Seismotoad, the new water ground, is somewhere between Swampert and Quagsire. Yeah. 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 What? Did you hear anything I just said? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Man, this uh, sucks. I'm sorry. Feed is kind of a bulkier Beedrill. Yep. And Crustle's a weird one. It's a bug rock. 
Uh, it can hit fire back, but also is weak to fire. Neutral to fire. Yeah. So. Uh, uh, Galvantula Bug Electric. I think going forward, that'll be something that's interesting. Yeah. Because if it's in a cup where bug is limited or electric is limited, it can, it can catch people off guard. It's got some interesting... Um, Gigalith and Conkelder are going to be really great. Gigalith, if I remember correctly, from the main series, is just a big wall. Being a pure rock type, it's probably going to be the more bulkier one. Plus, having just that monotyping might come into me, where it's not something that's a shared typing and has other things. Yeah. So, probably more along the lines of just a bulkier pseudo. You're your mic keeps cutting out at the end of your sentences. And I don't know if it's because it's picking up at a particular volume or what the deal is. I don't know how to fix it. I can hold it closer to my face. Okay. Stop cutting out. Mm, no, nope, but didn't that, that sentence, but, um, let me, let me check my settings. I'll let you. Re- okay. Yep. Did it again. Um, let's see. Uh, with a bunch of all of the new releases, let's move on, uh, to, uh, what's these news releases and their, um, relationship to the current meta fusion. Um, so just a couple of hours ago, hours ago, uh, JRE 47 or JRE Seawolf, uh, put out a, under the lights, the new Unova Pokemon, uh, within fusion cup. Um, let's see here. What is the order? Newest Pokemon dropped into the game. The new generation five mods released just before this past weekend. No less than three that, uh, I think he thinks, uh, could have a real impact on fusion cup and beyond. So let's put them all under the lights. So I am more or less directly quoting from, uh, this article. I'll pull out some, um, key pieces of information, some of the stats and stuff. Um, we will, uh, pull out those pieces of information and make it digestible. But if you want to read the full, uh, article, I will post it. I'm going to post it in the discord and then I can also put it in the, uh, podcast description. So if you, uh, are driving, you can check it out later, um, uh, or are in the middle of something. Uh, because you could be playing the game while you're listening to the podcast and all that fun stuff. Um, I will have a link to this that is somewhat accessible for you. Um, let me throw it here into the podcast discussion. Discord. All right. So we have number one on this list. Um, it's actually not numbered, but in, in order of posting. Uh, Seismitoad is a water ground. It is a mud boy. Uh, similar to our Swamperts, our Wishcashes, our Quagasires, and there's one other that I'm missing. Is it just Seismitoad? Gastrodon. Gastrodon as well. Also part of the Mud Boys. Um, an attack of 122, defense of 102, and an HP of 148. Uh, the max slash high stat products are a 11515. Uh, which result in a 1500 CP at level 22. So look for around level 22 or around 20 when you are going and catching your palpitodes um, or your temples and your palpitodes. Um, uh, let's see. So, quote. Yes, that's right. Another mud boy. Seismitoad hits harder than most of the others with an attack stat matched only by Swampert. And while it's the lowest defense of the bunch, only Gastrodon dips quite that low. It is good stamina to make up for it. But overall, Toad is less bulky than Wishcash, Quagsire, and even Gastrodon, really only beating out Swampert in bulkiness. Um, let's see. End quote, by the way. Um... Of course, like the other Mud Boys, it gets destroyed by grass. Um, that oh. really doesn't help it. In in same way with Wishcash in the rest of, um, uh, in the rest of Fusion, uh, a lot of the grass is there to absolutely annihilate Wishcash. Uh, it's fast. Just insert that. Sorry, go. Ahead. Um, f- 
fast moves available to uh, Seismitoad are Bubble and Mudshot. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, Bubble is... I'm reading this description and I'm trying to get some sort of nugget out of it. And... Uh, looks like Bubble is the recommended for Seismitoad. Um, charge moves, Muddy Water, Sludge Bomb, and Earth Power. Um, a little lackluster. A little bit. Uh, the added Sludge Bomb is nice. It is something that... Um, let's see, does Swampert have Sludge... Is it Sludge Bomb that Swampert has? No. It's, no? Uh, sludge. It has Sludge Wave. Yes? No? Yes. Should I look it up? Okay. Um, let's see. Uh, that button and that button. Yep, Sludge Wave. Um, so it has the same move type distribution as most of the other Mud Boys. Um, uh, Wishcash being one that has Blizzard um, that has the ice type. Um, Swampert does not have the ice type. Uh, I don't... What is... Does Gastrodon have a different... Uh, Charge move? No, it's got body slam. Oh, it's got body slam. That helps it out. Um, that neutral damage, this the spam there is is nuts. Um, so that's what sets helps set Gastrodon apart. Um, the Sludge Bomb doesn't help it too much as far as typing. You could still go with Swampert. Swampert's going to be more available anyway. Um, but besides the point. Uh, let's see. Um. Spam and power, so quote, quoting the article back again, uh, spam and power, and with the always lurking potential of some stat debuffing trickery, in fact, not shockingly, what appears to be Toad's best moveset beats, features both debuff moves, Muddy Water and Earth Power. The former is uh, obviously a great bait move, though it alone uh, is enough to spam down all fires and Probo Pass, which is probably the best way to use the Toad against those targets earth power beats them as well though not quite as effectively plus a lot of other things including zong uh bronzong both dark poisons which is um that is and, muck and, and skunk tank. tank um swampert and potentially wish cash though it is worth noting that a high iv wish cash can emerge the victor over even a number one percent or the number one rank pvp toad so tread lightly. And most of the prominent ices, uh, Aegislash, or not Aegislash, uh, Alolan Sandslash, uh, Frostlass, Powder Tails. Um, that's an interesting <laughs> that's one for it. Um, uh, Alolan Ninetales with Powdered Snow. Uh, it is also enough to tie Hydro Cannon and Polion. Um, let's see. Um... Seismitoad is seems pretty reasonable. Uh, it is going to be a little. It's going to show up. I don't think it's going to be quite as common. Um, it's it's going to be situational on people's teams, um, because the benefit of wish cash in fusion teams is that it it has the ability to counter, um, uh, Altaria with Blizzard, um. And and uh, Seismitoad does the not. Spam yes, Seismitoad in general can beat out a lot of things, a lot of, of relevant things. Um, but the uh, the benefit that Wishcash has is that it beats out the um, very highly ranked and highly regarded uh, Altaria. So um, let's see. Okay, time to some better stuff. Uh, as regarded by GRE. Uh, Crustal, Bug Rock, um, maximized slash high stat product of 01313. It's a weird one to look out for. Uh, 1498 CP at a level 22.5. Um, this is apparently a better Armaldo. Um, Armaldo has decent charge, sort of quote, uh, decent charge moves and Fury Cutter. It is struck with no rock fast move and bad synergy overall. It is also attack weighted and has poor bulk, but Crustal fixes both of those issues, thankfully. The bulk isn't anything to write home about, but it's 
passable and much better than Armaldo with 20 more defense and even a bit more HP. Armaldo has um, been one of those spicy pick, but it's just never been able to do much lackluster stats. Um, uh, let's see, where am I? Gosh darn it, this episode is not a great representation of the best content. The sort of like not being in the same room is like not great. And then um, I can hear your squeaking. I'm sorry. Is that your chair? Yeah, it is. I'll lock it. Mm. Um, I'll just <laughs> we're we're totally chill here today on this episode. Along yeah. with- I'm going to get you some WD-40 for late Christmas. Um, be- let's see... So the typing on it is sort of good. Bugged rock, like I said, it's interesting with the weakness. It's got coverage to fire and flying, and it has more brass. Well, kind of along with what GRC will just kind of quoting more. He said about it. It's it's one of those ones that I think will catch people off guard if they're not for it. And people need to realize it's got some really good energy gain and fast firing to kind of catch people off their footing. I don't have one. Or no, I do have a crustal. Let me go ahead and look up. Really movesets are on it so you kind of get an idea. You're looking at its movesets? That's a lookout for uh, yeah. Fast moves, Fury Cutter, and Smackdown. Um, yep. Charge, oh, right there. Yep. Charge moves of X-Scissor, Rock Blast, and Rock Slide. Um, so X-Scissor's uh, pretty good. Rock Blast and Rock Slide, to my knowledge, haven't been super relevant on or haven't been super excellent. Um, I've not. I've yet to see or use a Pokemon myself that has had those two, either of those two moves, to be super relevant. Um, doesn't mean that its moves it, it can't get a additional moves or anything later on, um, and that doesn't mean that those moves make it bad. No. Um, let's see. And that ten thousand Stardust second move, beautiful. Ah. Oh. Nice. Inexpensive. <laughs> Appreciate that. Um, one downside to SmackDown is it's below average energy generation. Uh, boy, do I feel that I feel that with uh, uh, Tyranitar recently. Um, yeah. Uh, Let's see. So the fact that all three of Crustle's charge moves are 45 energy or less is quite awesome. Um, both rock definitely moves. good for shield pressure. Both rock moves here are good too, though. Other than picking up Altaria, it's not really a good reason to run all rock crustal. Um, let's see. So it can beat out Altaria again. It's another one that just came out. Um, so as far as performance and uh, availability is concerned, um, it might not be your first go-to. Um. Let us see here. Yep. Crustle is very thrifty. Only 10,000 Stardust cost for the second move. Thank G. Udness. Um, the Stardust economy is disgusting, uh, as well as the um, TM economy. But, um, yeah, if you want to hear about that, we'll talk about it at some other point. Uh, I think here's the spiciest pick. Uh, a Scavalier. Bug Steel. Mm. So it's a, a, a thing. Um, let's see, uh, 134 attack, 114 defense, and 108 HP, uh, it is most certainly attack weighted, um, it similar, help me out, um, Scizor is a 75,000, um, uh, start a second move, so it is unavailable in fusion. Um, is, um, oh, what is it? It's, uh, 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 Fortress. Is Fortress available in Fusion or no? 75,000. 75,000. So this is the only steel bug within Fusion. Yes? No? Yes. Okay. So. My mic might be cutting out. Sorry. Nah, you're good. So that is, um, very, I don't Puts it into a niche all its own within this meta. So, um, let's see. 
uh, type combination getting more and more crowded as the generations roll out. Bug Steel, as with Water Ground, is rather famous in PvP for only having or for having only one double weakness and this time to fire. And unlike Water Ground, the combination of Bug Steel results in a bevy of resistances. Bug, Dragon, Fairy, Ice, Normal, Psychic, and Steel, and double resistance to Grass and Poison. Good thing, too, because the Scavalier is otherwise the flimsiest of the three Pokemon we've examined here, with worrisome HP and barely passable defense. It's attack-heavy, no doubt. However, it is not a death kneel you'll, you hear. It's a dinner bell, because look at what old friend Mr. Cavalier is tooting. Fast moves of a counter and bug bite. Um, counter's disgusting. A four damage <laughs> per turn. 3.5 energy gain per turn. Uh, and a 1.0... What's a CD? It's... um. Mm, I feel like it has to do with the animation length, but I don't actually know. Let me see if it goes... Cooldown. Cool okay. So that is more or less animation time. Um... Let's see, Jerry. J-R-E-C Wolf says, every time I have to type out counter stats, I'm reminded of how busted it is. Uh, there's <laughs> not another move in the entire game that deals for plus damage, or heck, in even more than 3 DPT, uh, and also has a greater than 3.0 EPT, not 1. Heck, even the Great Confusion and Dragon Breath generate only 3.0 EPT uh, energy per turn uh, to go along with their 4.0 damage per turn. Counter is without a doubt the best fast move in PvP, and until and unless Niantic nerfs it, there is no reason to run anything else when counter is available. That most definitely includes the very average bug bite. Um, counter obviously is enough to send steels and darks and ices packing. The only steel uh, to escape is Zong, and the only ice to get away is Frostlass, but as awesome as it is, the Scavalier needs charge moves to fully impose its will on the meta. Thankfully, it has several good ones to choose from. Uh, Aerial Ace, Acid Spray, which has 100% uh, decrease to the opponent's defenses by two stages. Uh, it has Drill Run, which is a ground-type move, and I saw a lot of. Uh, and then Megahorn, which is a bug-type move, which it, it does does things. It does things. Um, man, I'd hope charge moves do things. Um I'm speechless. Uh, a Scavalier has a lot of options. Uh, it's packing an arsenal. Um, why, why, why it has Aerial Lace, I don't entirely understand. Maybe it has that in the main series games. Uh, it's got some utility here. Um, <sighs> I don't know where to begin here. I could just quote this, but why would I quote this? I don't know. God, today is just a... Nah. Yeah. Jazz, frisk at you. You get to hear me complain away. more. <laughs> <laughs> I think the one thing people should take away from this is definitely it's my Sarm Knight using its charge personal and trying to use that first match to find out what it potentially knows detrimental to you. Much like other options in this cup, like Nine Tails, some people are some people charge, but you won't know what's fight it. So I think with Escavalier, you have to kind of GRC Wolf goes over, does take out a good chunk of the meta, either ties or loses to them because if it's glass, it's beats, obviously it beats all the grass. That's really what grass. But it also can withstand the like swamp really tough. But you have to remember that it is. I don't want to say it's along the lines of a haunter, not better than. That. You do have to go knowing bug steel. It's another reason to run a fire. Some people, I don't think a lot of people will have this. How new it is, but it's something that you have to place on your docket that says, "Hey, make sure I have another." Here's another reason. Yes, a very um um. Wow, I just it's not something to overlook. No, it's it's uh, definitely a clear and present danger as far as um, uh, within this meta. Um, Wish Cash beats Escavalier pretty well. Um, actually, let me take a moment. 
and go over to PB Poke and see what its uh, rankings it's are. Yes, rankings. Uh, Fusion 2. Or no, Sylph Arena Season 2. Let's go. Escavalier. It is ranked 16. Counter Aerialace Megahorn is its recommended. Although Drill Run. Weird. That's percentages are weird. Um, I think the Drill Run more so just because of the steel. Yeah. Um, it beats the steel. It checks the fire. Aerialace is going to come up fast enough in tandem with Counter that you can just harass the heck out of the side. Mm-hmm. Um, top counters as listed by PV Poke. Uh, excuse me. Um, Alola Marowak, Haunter, uh, Zatu, which is one that doesn't show up a whole lot. Oh, where is Zatu? Uh, number four is Pig Knight, uh, and number five is Alolan Raichu. So, yeah. Literally the only common. Uh, Awok and Haunter are probably your two most key matchups here. But if um, you look at the things that it's countering, it's literally everything I've been matches recently. You got super quiet there at the end. Yeah, my mic's... Are you using your headset thing? Yes. Oh, I will get you a uh, snowball. Or I will send you home. I have other snowball. microphones I could pick up. Some... I don't know. They're all your place. They're what? At your house. Oh. Yeah, I will send you my snowball at some point. Um, that way, if we're in this situation again, um, you will sound better. Um, but most of its things that it's killing are the most common stuff. I ooh, Toxicroak is on this list of things that beat it really well. Um, yep. Let's see, Charizard, Combuskin, uh, Infernape, Galvantula. Togetic. Uh, Altaria beats it out uh, pretty handily. Heracross, Golbat. Man, maybe I should go with Golbat. Gosh darn it. Dumb team So literally anything that resists. Yes, somewhat. Uh, Houndoom, Seismitoad, Chinchow. Um, Ladian, which is... Uh, what's that usage like? I guess we'll find out later. Um, yeah. Yeah, weird. Um, gosh darn it. I think I'm going to have to reconsider my team now. Um, Again? Yeah. After thinking, it's pretty solid. Um, Golbat dies to uh, Bronzong too easily. Yes. Um, are, but are you using your flyers to go up against Bronzong? Um, it might not necessarily be an ideal. Yeah. It's. Golbat's not if if you're looking for the flyer, Golbat's a spicy flyer for sure. Um you might see it a little bit, but your um Altaria uh oh goodness gracious. Um Altaria Noctowl are gonna be your two mains. Um you might see uh Pidgeot, I believe, a little. Um not a whole lot. If we go flying. Altaria knocked out Charizard, but not necessarily as a flyer. Toga uh, Kiss, um, yeah, Golbat's, yeah, nah, it's got its niche. Um, <laughs> let's see here. Um, Jerry looked at Scoliopede and Galvantula, um, but they don't perform quite as well within the meta. Um, go go catch some more stuff. Try it out. Um, you know, the new stuff, uh, we got a new batch of gen five, um, go get some candy and stuff. Even if you don't get, uh, any good PVP meta, um, these guys don't really break the meta per se. So, um, no real need to, to run out there and get something that's okay and dump a bunch of rare candy into. So, um, of course, How does this is my voice sound a little bit better now. Uh, better, but quiet. Give me a sec. Let me adjust on my end. Um, that's the one. I've changed it to push to talk, so maybe now you'll be able to hear me better and it won't cut out. Yes, that's better. Um, all right. So that is the new Pokemon as eligible and performance-wise in Fusion. 
So let's take the next step and look at how Fusion is um, going as far as its cup stats. Um, so now if you want to look at more of the stuff that's recently been like active, change it on the top left corner to past seven days. Top left corner. Ah, all matchups last seven days. Um, so surprisingly, Knockdown is at a 33% usage and Altaria is at an 18. So as far as flyers are concerned, Altaria is not performing quite as well. Um, I think that's going along usage. the lines of everybody building teams to counter it specifically. Yeah. And that's how these cups usually go is they put out, oh, these are the best things at the beginning of the month. And then people build the anti-teams or what was the term that what Sean's doing called uh, anti-popcore? Yep. The popcore. Things that will counter the popcore. The popular core teams or core meta. Um yeah, I think the similar to what we saw with Timeless um, running the double ice, uh, you know, running counters to the dragon, I think is pretty common now. Um, I wonder if running dragon, eh, its neutralities really don't help it a ton. Um, so that's an interesting... Um, uh, neutralities and advantages as far as dragon is interesting to see teams if there are teams that run no dragon at all and only run uh counters or just overall um performers uh up on this list um so wish cash of course because it's got tons of bulk um and can tons of bulk beats out a lot of things it gets deleted by grass um of course but um, your grass are, I would say for the most part, specifically to beat the mud boys in this meta. Um, Jesse, you still with me? Yep. Okay. Yeah. It's just so weird being in a different room and not knowing, um, give me like a grunts and approval or something. If I start talking too long, just so I know <laughs> that you're still alive, um, and not buried. No, I, I completely agree with everything that I've seen in my remote leagues and with practices between everybody. The top three that I see here in the past seven days make sense to me. Wish, Wish Cash. Cash, obviously, like you've been saying, because it's so stupidly powerful. Knockdown being more so common just because everybody's running the Marowak, and it also just generally does good with its bulk and stats. Shiftry is a little broken, in my opinion, because... It counters its biggest counter in Marowak with just straight up dark damage, and it gets literally and it's weak. Um, let's see. Oh, I'm coming back. Okay, I just had a dip in internet. Um, uh, yeah, shift. Yeah, shift tree is absolutely disgusting. Uh, it gets a leaf blade. What every three two, attacks? Two, two, two seconds. No, roughly. Yeah, it's absolutely disgusting. Um, Altaria and only as here. far as uh, one of the comments in chat says, charmers being low, they, there's just too much steel running around. Yeah. Herbal Pass and Brazong are stupidly common, along with Sandslash. Yeah. And with the drop in uh, people not using Altaria, the charmer's biggest enemy is gone. Yeah. I mean, sure, it'll hit Shiftry, but Shiftry's still going to hit you back for good amounts of damage. Yeah. Um, let's see. And of course the grasses are shiftry for the most part, just because of how absolutely spammy it is, um, between snarl and, uh, leaf blade. Um, but I think it allows to help, um, uh, it helps to delete wish cash, uh, swampert's up here somewhat too. And then any of the other, um, uh, waters here, I think cloisters performance, Kind of surprised Cloister's not a little bit higher. Um, I've heard really good things about Cloister's performance within this meta. Um, I still think this meta, you could potentially get away with running two, three, maybe even four starters if you want to run like super budget. Um, so the starter core isn't a bad option. I've seen it work. It's just people need to make sure they have the coverage and understand the damages being taken and taken in what and given yeah 
Um, let's see. Polyrath, also another one that I've heard performs really well. Um, but so also one of the things lower. early on that I struggled against was Protoman's team of Polyrath, Shiftry, and Probopass. I could not get a solid answer. Um, let's see. What's super low here that kind of surprises me? Celio's at a 1% usage, which kind of surprises me. Um, considering how well it performed in Timeless, um, and its availability to help beat grasses, um, actually it doesn't really, because of the water, it sucks, um, beat flyers, uh, beat the, um, beat dragon as well, um, uh, and the body slam spam is absolutely disgusting on anything that it's that's going to be hitting at neutral. Um, I've heard uh, who I think it was Jerry Seawolf or somebody was uh, commenting on Twitter about uh, a bump in uh, performance. Um, uh, Macargo, uh, Macargo, also one that I was looking at for timeless. Um, that is could definitely be a sleeper here, helping beat. Um, Beat grasses, beat flyers. Um, I think it beats out Altaria. Let's take a peek here. Um, I like looking at this list and looking at all these things at 1% usage because it's literally the filler slot. It's literally everything. Rock throw Stone Edge overheat. Battle against fusion. Uh, McCargo has a 43, wow, a 43 or 49.3 win, 49.3 loss, and a 1.3 draw percentages. Um, beats out Charizard. Where does uh, Altaria fit in here? Uh, I don't see it. I can search for it. Not colon, AL, Altaria. Uh, just about ties because it's. Um, actually it, it wins out a little bit more often, um, uh, just because it's a just over 500, um, point battle rating. Um, so McCargo, an interesting one, potentially like a positive switch in against an Altaria, um, in a straight, like one V one matchup, the Altaria is probably going to switch out, out of, uh, the McCargo matchup. So. Yeah, it is a good list up there. Macargo, maybe not a bad idea. Maybe not uh not something to pass up. Where's this Cavalier? Dope, did I just close out of darn it? Uh let's see, here we are. Um is this Cavalier on this list? I don't see it. There it is at one percent. Breloom on this list too at one percent. Good heavens, or less than. Um so yeah, Scavalier at a one percent. I assume Let's see if by the end of next weekend, by about Sunday, I would see that bump up um, to m maybe not maybe five ish percent. Definitely above one percent by the end of next week, just because of uh, availability and more tournaments going on. Um, we are just about halfway through this month, so um, we'll Isn't see where it performs. Oh, we're halfway through the month. Yeah, it's a little ridiculous. Yeah. Um Let's see, was there anything else that super stood out that is on this list? Togekiss is only at 1% because of its availability. It would be much higher if um, you could find um, the... Uh, low enough Togepi. Togepi, or Togepi. Yeah, if you could find the low enough one. Um, I'm umming. God, I need to make a shirt that just says, um. <laughs> uh... I, I think at this point, everyone kind of knows what they're looking at for Fusion. Yeah. Everyone's kind of got an idea of what's performing, and obviously these cup stats and all these guides out here are going to help you learn that. Yeah. I think like what you said earlier at the beginning of the show is battle your you, battle, battle or you. He said just now sit down, run sims, run tests, run practice battles, and see what you as a trainer has available to use for this cup and what works for you. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think uh, bring something to help beat the dragon, but I don't think Altaria is necessarily going to be the biggest threat by the end of the month. So um, I think you're right. Your steals are definitely in a, in a meta that doesn't have a whole lot of fighting. Um, your steals are definitely going to be something that um, are primary fighters. Um, your steel is definitely going to be one of those things to beat. So um, My biggest problems this cup so far has been a lot of the match for me comes down to my lead. A lot of my match comes down to making sure I don't get walled by a knockdown or a steel type, and then having an answer to quickly destroy mud boys before they just start snowballing. Um, yeah, I got to find something to beat out Shiftry. I need to just do more practice, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> the charmers alone will annihilate Shiftry. The thing is, is it's got to be able to survive it. So that's why things like Wigglytuff are popular because it's so bulky. Yeah. Um. That and my the thing that kills me every time is I I seem to consistently be losing the lead matchup. Um. And I there's have... not really much in this cup that you can run as a safe lead. No. Um, and that's both in timeless and in fusion so far. So, but yeah, I don't know. Not, not that I'm looking forward to the next month. Cause then I have to refocus my brain space and stuff into the next meta, uh, on top of everything looking else at that's TV going on. Oak, it says the top recommended leads are Alolan Marowak, Altaria, Wizcash, Frazong, and Charizard. Charizard surprises me, but the rest of them doesn't. Charizard's really good for getting out shields, and if they're running the if they're running the Brazong or the Altaria lead, uh, it'll just destroy either of those. Yeah, but if you run wish run into the Wishcast, then you are boned. So, well, you're neutral at best against Wishcast because of the flying. Hmm. Ah, okay. Uh, that's true because Wishcast, I think, in this meta is recommended to run. Um. Mud slap or the the ground type fast move. So, um, yep. mud slap mud. Same slap. with the polyrath. If you come up against polyrath, most people are going to be running in mud slap now that it's no longer like it's. Yeah. Alrighty. I don't know. I feel like I've. I feel like we've run the course of fusion. I'm kind of excited for the next month to have something fresh to cover, but also not super eager to switch over into a new meta. I don't know. It'll be interesting. We, we're excited for next month. Oh, yeah. I mean, we're streaming the Mega at uh, Portland, so that's going to be exciting. Um, so and, uh, what day was it? February 9th. 9th. February 9th is going to be the Portland Mega Tournament uh, down actually in Vancouver, Washington, but uh, literally like a minute and a half drive across the bridge from portland um fantastic little venue not little <laughs> fantastic venue uh down in vancouver um go check out uh at sweetums or sweetums spelled uh s-v-v-e-e uh where is it s-v-v-e-e-t-u-m-s uh uh at yeah, at that, but with a one at the end. Uh, so Sweetums on Twitter is putting out all of that info. Um, um, putting out all that info for the tournament upcoming. Um, We've got the venue secured. We've got our time secured. I think now it's just waiting to find out what the announcement for uh, the tidings in the cup yep. that everyone's just kind of waiting on. Yeah, and then uh, at that moment, all of the tournament... Uh, tournament page and stuff's going to go up too so um we're working through all of the technical and logistical stuff for live streaming uh we are definitely going to be handled handling the technical stuff um we're actually going to be taking a step back from it so that we we will not be the main um shoutcasters and commentators uh we're going to be running the tech side of it uh i don't know if the info's final so i'm not gonna say who's 
running shout casting. We've got a pretty big list of common names that you should all know. Yeah. Uh, but we can't officially say who. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. What, I don't really know what to say. I don't want to say too much. So, um, I, if I don't, you can I make it, official. come down and join us. It's yep. going to be nuts. It's going to be crazy. Um, Even if you've never played PvP before, this would be a great way to learn how it works. Probably get in one of the best seats and attempts into playing with this amount of people for a long time. I mean, we might try and get something set up for Seattle Mega Tournament at some point, but. If you're local to the area and you can make the drive, because we're going to be driving what? I think it's like 120 miles there. It's a three-hour drive. But we're going to be heading out that way. We've got some people from our communities that we play here in the state. Was that you or Bryce? I have no idea. That was Bryce. Um, we have people coming from basically around the world to come out to this tournament, and it's going to be nuts. And we're going to be show uh, streaming it. So if you're not able to make it out, stay tuned to our channel for the day that it happens because we will be live casting it. Twitch.tv slash Battle Science. Um, I don't know. Is there anything else that we should cover? Um, Let's ask chat. I know there were some things in the Discord that you asked, which if you want to join, hang out with us cool kids is listed down below. There should be a Discord link in the podcast description. Um, also below on twitch.tv slash battle science, there should be a link down there. Um, I think there was an idea as far as something for the future, but no one really posted anything interesting about, f or had any particular questions about fusion. Um, so, but again, I think fusion has, um, kind of run its course at this point. Um, so, um, one thing I would like to throw out there is if you guys are like us this month, weather's kind of crappy, so we might not be able to go anywhere. If you would like to join our server, we do have a remote lobby. I think we're over 20 people now, by the way. So there's that. Yeah. Thank you all for joining us in our crazy antics. Um, if you join a remote lobby, we run both ranked and unranked tournaments, uh, different formatted styles, open greatly. Uh, Ultra League, Master League, help you get some practice in. We have a new segment we're doing on Thursdays called Throwdown Thursdays. Same here on the Twitch channel at twitch.tv slash battle science. And if you want to come swing by and hang out and do some practice battles with us, you're more than welcome to join. Uh, that's usually going to be from 5 to 7-ish if my phone will live that long. And if you want to join us for remote lobbies, we build a friendship, get to that ultra friendship level. And then you can start participating in our monthly tournaments. This month, we're going to be doing a Fusion Cup here with them next week. And then following that, we're also going to be setting up an unranked cliffhanger tournament. Yep. Cliffhanger has been something we've done in the past. Uh, or did you want to say something? Uh, cliffhanger being the like ongoing meta that Ghost Stadium has put together. Um, basically, ranking Pokemon into point tiers and then your team can only be made out of a certain number of points um so you kind of have to like budget your team per se um and then as moves have changed and pokemon have been added which i don't know if they've done a new update they to recently have you want me send you the link? um uh, send it to me later um in a, in a in a direct message you don't have to put it on the um the group discord um but every time there's an update, uh, they will adjust their um, pointing uh, placement for each Pokemon um, so that um, it's all still sort of balanced per se. No one can run. It's it's a rather than it's open Great League, but you have the point limitation. So no one's running an outlandish uh, team of six. So um, Cliffhanger is definitely a fun uh, a fun meta to play around with um, besides like open Great League. So. Uh, all right. I'm tired. I've not been super productive today, so maybe I can get one or two things done before we hit the evening, uh, or the super late evening. So, uh, you got anything else, uh, Jesse? Uh, let's start the chat. Does chat want to talk about anything? Chat, chat. Are you guys alive? Chat. You don't seem too alive.
I always got to remember um, that the chat is slightly delayed because we talk and then it takes about roughly 30 seconds. 10 to, yeah. 10 to 15 seconds uh, for people to, to reply. Do you need to do some practice? What me? Huh? Yeah. Uh, I could probably do some practice. Oh, I'll let uh, I'll let we'll, we can let you sleep. We can we can end the podcast and then just go into some casual stuff. <laughs> um. Ow! I just hurt my arm. Um. Yeah, I think that's gonna be it for the podcast, though. Coming in about an hour. That works. Um. Yeah, I mean, we're between content. Watch us get the new update tomorrow. Um. Yeah. Potential. Well, let's see. Because tomorrow's gonna be Wednesday. Uh, we could see a Pokemon Go update from Niantic tomorrow. Um, uh, we'll probably get an update on next month's Cup probably on Saturday, the 18th, like we normally have been. Um, maybe a chance we see it earlier, but I, I don't know. We I know we got it. No, we got it delayed last month because of. Um, the whole uh dugong thing so um we'll oh yes we'll have to see what happens uh this month um i think the the biggest the drop of the new gen 5 pokemon i think are for the next two weeks or so probably the only thing we'll see as far as adjustments so um although niantic could prove us wrong tomorrow so um yeah that's that's it that's that's it i'm gonna end it before i ramble on too long um Twitch.tv slash Battle Science. Uh, Twitter at Battle underscore Science. Uh, find the podcast, uh, the Battle Science podcast, anywhere podcasts are located. Um, if you want to go to the podcast main page, it is uh, battlescience.podbean.com. Um, uh, working on getting stuff up on YouTube, youtube.com slash Battle Science. Um, to my knowledge, let me double check that. Um, uh, if I go here and I go to our channel, I actually don't know if you can search it up. Uh, YouTube.com slash battle science. No, it does not show us that because we're not special enough and we haven't been around enough to actually have the slash battle science thing i don't understand sometimes with youtube's weird stuff um all right with that i'm i'm gonna call it a podcast uh we will see you let's see the 28th uh for or approximately the 28th for another live recording and the next episode will go up on the 31st of january so there's this episode which will go up on the 17th uh then one after that will go up on the 31st uh so we will catch you in about two weeks uh for another episode of the battle science podcast um and again check out on thursdays for throw throwdown thursdays or thursday throwdowns throwdown thursdays throwdown thursdays uh here on the twitch uh channel uh, for some PvP practice matchmaking stuff. So we will see you all on the battlefield.